Hello, hello, hello. So today we're going to be talking about marriage. Let that sink in your head for a little bit. Let it marinate. Season it a little bit because it's going to get intense. Now, marriage. Marriage is just another word for forever. Forever, 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 forever. So, like I said, let that marinate. Now, at least how I was raised, it's it's now, you know, you do because it's forever. That's why you do. So, you guys, we're going to be talking about marriage. We're going to be talking about just the little things that you go through in the first year that you're married. Um, it's just, it's crazy, you know. I've been married for not a long time. I've been married for three years. And I've been with a person that I'm married to for five years and let me tell you boy it's crazy it's crazy and I know there's gonna be people out there telling me oh three years that's nothing wait till you're married like 30 40 plus years I understand I'm getting there little by little slowly but surely but I feel like the first couple of years are just always the ones that are more intense just because you're two different people. You're getting to know each other. You're growing as a person. You know, religious backgrounds, they say you become one. And you truly do become one whether you have a religious background or, or not. Um, you truly do because um, it's just what one person can't do, another one can't. You guys are a compliment. And see, that's that's something I love, especially when people tell me like, Oh my God, you and your husband, you're so different. Like, I love that. Because if we were the same, I think I wouldn't have hair anymore. I would have probably pulled it out. My husband is very mellow for all of those who have a mellow spouse. You know how it is. They're very mellow. You tell them to do something and okay. And then the opposite spouse is like the battery like that little energizer bunny you're just walking around like like i'm ready to do i'm ready to do this i'm ready to do that what are you doing hurry up and sometimes that other spouse is just the it's just what you need because the person who is the doer in the relationship well both the people are doers but the person who is more motivated sometimes is the person who stresses the most I don't know if that's just me, but I stress like, oh my God, how are we going to do this? And my husband is the type of person that will be like, chill, take a step back, relax. This is what we're going to do. This is the game plan. And it's just, I feel like that's one of the positive things of marriage when you have a person there or, you know, just the relationship in general. I feel like when you have a person that you can confide in, that, you know, looks over your flaws, that is just, it's just amazing. And especially the first couple of years, like I said, it's the more intense because you're getting to know the person, you're dealing with their flaws on top of your flaws, which, you know, some people have more flaws than others. I myself, I feel like I have so many flaws that my husband overlooks and I'm just so thankful for that. Um, but it's vice versa. Um, 
And it's just, you're doing that. You're coping with two different mentalities in the sense that you might have a different budgeting idea. You might have a different um, cooking. Girl, don't even get me started with the cooking. Um, you may have different ideas of what is cleaning, folding clothes, putting away food in the fridge, etc., etc. It's just every detail that you're learning about this person that has grown up to be the person they are that you fell in love with. And I feel like that's the beauty of a marriage. And also dating. When you're dating, you get to know a person, but it's not until you live with the person that you really start really seeing the flaws of the person. And for my people who live together, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you first met the dude, when you first met the girl, ooh, you did not think that she would get the candy wrapper, throw it under the couch, or I don't know, pick his nose and put the booger on the wall. It's just like, I know I'm telling you these things and you guys are probably like, ugh, like, does your man do that? Like, no, he doesn't. But it's just certain things that, you know... You see that scares you that you did not know about the person when you were dating the person. You know, don't even get me started on farting with the people. Like, it's just, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things that you're getting used to when you're dating. I mean, when you're in a marriage or living with the person. And it's just, it's insane. I honestly, I think it's one of the most funniest, craziest um just it's just an experience it's just an experience my people who live together with their with their significant other you know what i'm talking about it's an experience and then it's just boy when you open up that door of when you all move in together it's like it's a whole nother chapter of your life and It's a beautiful one. I want to say it's a beautiful chapter when you're with the right person because being with the wrong person, I feel like, you know, it could be disastrous living with a with a person that just definitely doesn't get you or, you know, just living with the wrong person, man. If you ever have that family member that you know is just like, oh, like they're coming over like I'm out. You know, you never want to not want to go home because you're going to see that person or, you know, it's just a lot. But we're going to we're going to talk about when you're with the right person, because many of us, I feel like when you decide to live with somebody is because you think that this is the right person for you. So, you know, first couple of months is like you're getting to know the dude, you're getting to know the girl, you're getting to know each other. Sometimes you even feel like you got yourself figured out and then it comes out that you say something a certain way or you do something a certain way that you are like, what in the world? Like, why did I just do that? And it's just, you're figuring each other out and, and part of it is figuring yourself out to cope with this person. And the way I, what I mean by that is... Um, If you stretch out your hands, like you're looking at both of your hands, there's holes in your hands. And somebody taught me that and I and it just stuck with me. There's holes in your hands, right? You know, in between your fingers you have holes. Well, now you put those hands together. There's no more holes. You are 
there it's closed whatever you don't have that other person has and i think that is so beautiful i think that is a perfect example of what a good relationship should be you complement each other you cover for what the other person doesn't have and i think that is beautiful But let me get into some other topics. For example, you know, when I first got married, my husband is the type of person, he folds his clothes a certain way. And see, I used to work in retail with clothes. So when you fold clothes with retail, if y'all worked in retail, y'all know what I'm talking about. You got to fold the sides of the shirt and then the bottom goes to the top. And, and that's how you're supposed to do it. You know, the neckline of the shirt is supposed to be showing on the top when you finish folding the shirt. And that's how I was, you know, my mom taught me how to fold my clothes like that. And on top of that, I had to work retail. So retail, you know, it was a repetition of folding clothes like that. And my husband, you know, he um, he folds it a different way. He folds the, the arms together and then just in half. And moment of silence, please, because when I started seeing him fold his clothes like that, I don't know why. It bothered me so much that I would unfold his clothes and then fold it the way I thought was right. And he just looked at me like, dude, like you're such a like, like you need to have a things a certain way or it bugs you, huh? And I'm like, it's just that's not how you fold the shirt. And he's like, this is how I fold my shirts. You can fold your shirts however you want to fold your shirts. And it's just little things like that, that, that you got to learn. You know what I mean? And... Now I look at him fold his shirts and I'm like, All right, you know, that's you. You want to fold your shirts like that? It's cool. And it doesn't bother me no more. And I'm not saying it's something negative. You fold your shirt the way I fold it or the way he folds it. It's just something that I don't know why that bothered me so much. Or for example, you know, just with anything, like I, I feel like everything in the house should have a place. You know what I mean? Like you grab something, put it back where it was. But but sometimes I feel like he, he thinks I would exaggerate because he would grab something and then put it down somewhere. And then I'd be like, that doesn't go there. And he'd be like, geez, like I know it doesn't go there. Like I'm using it. And I'll be like, okay, okay, my bad, my bad, you know. But just little things like that, you guys, or things that I would do that bugged him. Like, for example, like, I'm, look, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm used to, like, for example, the toilet paper. Just little insignificant stuff, like the toilet paper. Once the toilet paper runs out, you know, you, you gotta put another roll. But see, my husband, he wakes up early for work, so he leaves to work. Sometimes there's no, you know, he finishes the toilet paper and it runs out. And then here I come waking up later on, going to the restroom and there's no toilet paper and i'm sitting there like this boy didn't put no toilet paper in the toilet and i'm sitting there just like staring off into space like well here i am no toilet paper and it would just fire me up fire me up and i would text them like dude you forgot to put toilet paper in the in the where the toilet paper goes and now i'm sitting here in the toilet there's no toilet paper like what's wrong with you and then you know i'm just like oh. now that i look back it's just like 
The toilet paper was right there, Diana. Like, you could have just grabbed the toilet paper and overlooked the flaw. Overlooked the fact that this man is waking up every morning to go to work to pay for your bills. And you're tripping over some toilet paper not being in the toilet paper place. You know, little things like that. And, and people who are contemplating living with a person, it's going to be like a challenge. You know, it's not all fun and games that, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you too. Well, let's go get a place together and we're going to live happily ever after. No, that's like when you, that's like you're opening the door to Narnia. Like you're opening the door to the underworld or wherever you want to call it. You're opening a whole nother world to a whole nother person you're allowing a person to come inside your personal space and i say your personal space because when you live alone when you live with your parents some of us had our own rooms and that that's your room that's your space that's how you you know it was how you wanted it and now it's like it's not gonna be how you want it it's gonna be how both of you want it and it's just a compromise. How I'm telling you, it's a compromise. It's something. It's something beautiful. I want to say it's something beautiful because my husband loves. Um, for example, my husband loves instruments, and for a long time, I was like, oh, like this dude has so many guitars, and it's just like there's no space for them. Like my stuff doesn't fit, and it's just there's no space for those guitars. But then now, you know, we have my husband's guitars on the wall now. He has about like about five five guitars um he actually one guitar four basses um and they're on the wall now and i see how happy that makes him just to have his space and that's something i had to learn the first couple of months because i wasn't giving him space like i just felt it, it was just like so bad and now it's like you gotta learn to give them space and I know some of the wifeys that are going to be listening on here is like, oh, but it looks so ugly and I have my decorations and I want to put glitter and I want to put this and I want to put that. You want to do that. And I had to learn this the hard way. You want to do that. But what about the person you love? What about the person that you sleep with every day that wakes up to do things for you? They deserve their space too. Now, if you're fortunate to give your man a man cave, good for you. But, you know, for my millennials that are starting off, for newlyweds that are trying to find an apartment, or for if you're well off and you have a place to live already, and it's a you each have your own room that you could do whatever you want in, good for you. But most people that I know are, you know, they, they have a one-bedroom. Um, it's them and their cat or their dog. And it's like they got to compromise. And usually the one who ends up, you know, having the de the decorating um, job is the wife or the, the significant, the, the girl. And the girl is the one that has to clean. And the girl is the one that has to decorate and have the house pretty. And that's kind of why I feel like we end up kind of taking over the space. But... If you could incorporate your man's stuff in your decorating, believe me, it just, it fills them with joy. Like, just even if it's like Hot Wheels cars or action figures, it's just, it's amazing what little things can do for a person. Now, you know, that's just some of the, some of the challenges I feel like you have to go with 
um, at the beginning of the marriage or at the beginning of living with somebody. You know, there's many other topics that we can talk about. But it's just I feel like at the beginning of a marriage or at the beginning of living with somebody, those are certain things you go through. And, you know, for people who 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 are just contemplating like, hey, you know, I really like this person. They ask me to move in or I want to ask them to move in. Just make sure you really know the person. And I'm not saying if the person has flaws, like don't live with them. I'm just saying if the person has flaws, just remember you have flaws too. And the person is going to deal with your flaws too. Because you guys are coming from two different families. You guys are coming from two different mindsets. If you guys have alike mindsets, that's great. But see, that's also a challenge because both of you guys are going to be, um, you know, like repelling, like magnets. It, and, and I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying like it can be something positive, like both of you guys are a team. But when it comes to little things, it could it could backfire. So, you know, like I say, it's just so important to get to get to know a person before you take a big step of moving in. And if you live with this person and you live with them for a long time and you went through some of this stuff, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And now we look back and we're like, man, remember when you didn't used to put toilet paper in the toilet paper roll? And now, you know, now it doesn't even phase you. Now it's like you, you're not leaving the toilet paper in the toilet paper roll. And you're like, well, good luck when you wake up. You know what I mean? And it's just like. Just little stuff like that that you go through with a person. And it's amazing. Honestly, I want to say it's amazing because you grow with the person. You fall in love with the person. And it's just, you fall in love with the person. You, you fall in love with yourself as well. And I think that's very important. Whoever you're going to be with should make you feel so happy, amazing about yourself. Because the relationship reflects on a person. Have you ever met a person who just has such a bad relationship and is just so negative? That's because their relationship reflects upon them. And when somebody has a happy marriage or a happy relationship, you can see it in both of the people. And I'm telling you this because at the beginning, it's hard. But it's so worth it when you work it out. It's so worth it when you both realize that hey you know what i messed up or hey you know what we got this like we're gonna work through this it's one of the most amazing feelings i have ever felt because you know it's a whole nother person who is opening their heart up to you and a lot of people take that lightly when you open your heart up to a person it's not something that you do on a daily basis like oh oh i don't know you but let me give you a little space in my heart you know it's something that you know first you give them the key then they turn the knob and little by little the door is opening and the person is walking in and they occupy a space in your heart and marriage is like that it's a whole like it they they're going in your heart they're living in there until one day you know the door closes and you know the person stays there forever 
And I think that is so amazing because as human beings, you know, we go through so many different emotions and, you know, falling in love and being with the person you want to be is one of the most amazing, amazing feelings. And if you are with the person you love, take care of them, cherish them, don't just do stuff to get them. And then not do that stuff anymore. Because that stuff that you did to get them in the first place is why they fell in love with you. So never stop doing those things. If you're, you brought your girl cookies every single Friday night and you, know, you gain her heart through her stomach, you, you better bring those cookies every Friday night. And if she's getting chubby, you know, maybe bring like two cookies at a time. <laughs> But bring those cookies. Or, you know, if you bring her flowers every day, I'm not saying to go buy a big bouquet. I'm saying if you see a flower, you're driving or you're, you're, you're walking and just pick it and take it to her. Buy her a $1 chocolate. It's honestly the thought that counts. Like, hey, you know what? I thought, I thought about you when I saw this flower. Or, oh, look, I, I saw this and it reminded me of you. Just a text message when you're when you're driving to work, like have a good day, enjoy your job, enjoy just little things. Honestly, I feel like little things is just they make the biggest things. You realize that the littlest things that you do with a person is are the biggest things. For example, a lot of people go to the park and they lay down and they look at the sky and then you have a memory of that. You have a memory of like, hey, you remember that time when we were dating or you remember that time the first year we were married when we went to a park or we went camping or etc. And we laid there and we just talked about etc. Whatever. Like that is something that is going to stay in the person's mind and heart forever. So it's just the little things that you do with a person. And it's a journey. It's a journey. I want to say it's a journey because when you're on a journey, you don't know what you're going to expect. Sometimes you see beautiful things. Sometimes you see sad things. Sometimes you see things that you wish you never saw or you say things you wish you never said. But that is the beauty of the journey. Everyone has a different journey. Everyone is just Everyone is on a journey, whether you're single, married, divorced, widowed, whatever. You're on a journey. And, you know, in this segment of the podcast, we're talking about marriage or being with a significant other. In this part of the journey, I feel like you're exposed to so many things. And they're in, even if they're bad, even if they're hurtful, it's beautiful in the end because you blossom you heal and you blossom and you grow so you guys if you have any questions if you guys want to you know give me some more topics you want to talk about you know next podcast i want to talk about the wrong people that you shouldn't be dating that you shouldn't allow in your life in your mind in your heart that is going to be the next episode you guys so stay tuned I hope you had a couple laughs. I hope you had, you know, some memories of when you first got married or when you first got 
that apartment with a significant other or you know i hope that if you are thinking of moving in with somebody this this helped you in some type of way to remember that you have flaws too and like i said stay tuned for the next episode they're only gonna get better from here and we're gonna have many laughs many cries you're gonna scream about what diana is speaking about <laughs>